Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing artists. And today, as always, like I say on every show, we've got a great show for you today. And we have Andy Griggs, and many of you may know him because he's done some great things in the past, and he's doing some great things now. So we're looking forward to getting to know him and what he's doing now and just getting to know a little bit of his story. So, Andy, are you here? Chris, I am, buddy. What part of the country are you in? We're actually in around Savannah, Georgia, but planning on moving to Nashville next year. Oh wow! Yes. Okay. I'm um so so y'all are in Savannah. That's not too terribly far from Nashville. I'm, I go to Georgia quite often. I'm looking out right now over the Nashville um, mm-hmm. the Nashville area out of my window right now, and that oh, right. that haze, you know, that haze that they've been talking about from the safari or where from. Wherever, yeah. Um, it, mm-hmm. Man, I believe I think, I think that's what I'm looking at right now. I really do. Oh wow! Yeah, that really was forecast here, yeah, here today. Yeah, we've looked, looked out. out. They the forecasted today, but... it. That's... Mm-hmm. So, so it is a little hazy where you're at then. It is. Maybe yeah, a little, but not a lot yet. Yeah. Okay, so so most most uh, male and female hosts of of radio. Or not uh-huh. married, but now, Sandy, you're, you're actually married to this outlaw, right? I am, yep. <laughs> Guilty. Yep, he's my husband <laughs> for 17 years. <laughs> Man, that's, that's great. That is, uh, you, don't, you don't see that, you know, you don't see that a ton. Um, man, that's, so that's the first thing that kind of intrigued me about you guys. It's like, oh, wow, they're really married. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah, and we've got an we've got an eight year old and a sixteen month old girl, but we got eight year old do- I mean eight year old boy, and you'll hear from yes. him later because we always allow him to ask one question to each artist. Yeah, ten four. Well, I appreciate you like guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys yeah. inviting me on your show. This is um, I've been looking forward to this. Well, we appreciate you coming, and oh, we look thank you for your time. You. We look forward to seeing where the conversation goes because, you know, when it comes to our show, we never know. We have we have guidance, but right. we never know. <laughs> I'm all about that. I'm all about spontaneity. <laughs> so as we get started here, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and a brief overview of, of you and where you're from. That, that way, you know, give people an idea of, of you. Hey, well, I'm from Louisiana. I'm not a Cajun. I'm North Louisiana. And <laughs> you know how like there's, there's like there's different parts of Georgia. You know, there's a North Georgia, there's right. a extreme mm-hmm. South mm-hmm. Georgia. There's well, Louisiana's kind of the same. Like there's an East Texas and a West Texas. And mm-hmm. South, the South Louisiana people don't claim the North Louisiana people, and the North Louisiana people don't claim the the Cajuns. Um, I'm, from, I'm from North North side of it. I moved to Nashville in ninety. Five. I, I was 21 wow. years old, and just like everybody else, I was chasing a great big old dream. And um, luckily, man, the, the stars fell on my shoulder, and and um, things started happening. So I've been here. I've been in Nashville a long time, and I've seen I've seen the good, a lot of the bad, the ugly. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you know, man, <laughs> I've, I've seen it all. Um, so I, I am fortunate enough to say that I I live a very I'm a lucky, I'm a lucky guy. I, I, I live in a very <laughs> exciting life, and and um, I cherish each day. I sure do. I definitely understand about cherishing each day because I actually went through 19 years of addiction until I, until God healed me 12 years ago. 
And Mm -hmm. the first five years of our marriage was really hectic for my wife. But you know what? She was amazing. She was my little angel. She never put me down through these. She loved me through them. And if it weren't for her, I don't think I'd be alive today. So, you know, and because of all that, I really believe that that's not only helped our marriage be where it is today, but it's helped me and her live a, a grateful life because we know that we were at the bottom, bottom. And I oh, wouldn't yes, be here. We were. So, so, you mm-hmm. know, we, we, we always smell the roses. You know, people always say, take time to smell the roses. We smell the roses all day right. long. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's quite the story. There's um, there is something too that that quote. You know, we hear it all the time, but don't pay attention to it. Sometimes we don't. But there's something to it when when we hear the line, "Behind every great man, there is a great, 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 great woman." And man, that is the truth. It really. Yep. Is. Yep, it's so true. And, and and I've heard another quote that that talked about that, that said, and sometimes not the man's wife. That's the sad part. Yeah, that is, it is. As we get older, um, and I've, um, I've gone through marriage and, and, uh, man, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, the divorce is tough, but there's always, there's beauty in new beginnings. You know, there's, there's grace yeah. and there's beauty in new beginnings. <clears throat> so as you look back on your life right now, what do you think's prepared you for the for where you are now? You know, some of the struggles you went through in your life to get to where you are now. Because we both know that you wouldn't be who you are without the struggles. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Each struggle is is a brand new bridge that's built over troubled waters. And mm-hmm. when you turn around and look, and you have a lot, a lot, a lot of bridges that have been built. Now, it does make you who you are, and it does build your integrity. It does build your wisdom. Mm-hmm. Sure it does. It mm-hmm. builds your uh, gracefulness, and it also builds your appreciation. It builds everything. To me, the more bridges mm-hmm. that are behind a man or a woman, the more life that is in them, if, if, if that makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, through death and, and broken relationships and success and unsuccess and you know everything that that we that we look at and um everywhere from burying best friends to holding brand new Mm -hmm. babies newborn babies in your hand and everything that's Mm -hmm. in between those two scenes right there that's that's uh old railroad trestles to me that's in my life that i look back at a divorce and and great friends and People that mm-hmm. let you down and people that build you up, you know, and and uh, a number one record here and then and another flop over here and everything. That, <laughs> to me, it's, it's I got a whole lot of railroad trestles behind me, and that's that's what's uh-huh. made my life. <clears throat> I totally get that because you know, until the music stuff, we've been kind of in and out the music business for about seven years on different stuff. But through the 17 years of our marriage, we've probably successfully failed at 100 different business ideas. Oh, at least. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and, um, and it's led us to this point where once I got into music stuff and it was like I, I can't let it go. And it was like we, we originally launched New Country Buzz, and it got, it got took off really fast, and things were going – but back then, you didn't have the technology that you have now, so it was so you had to do a lot of work by hand, and it was just tough. So we shut it down, 
And by wow. 2018, three years later, I was like, I told Sandy, you know what? I miss it. It's driving me nuts. I think about every – I keep thinking, what if? What if? So I was like, we need to – I was like, nobody's never relaunched New Country Buzz. That name has never been taken. Let's, let's mm-hmm. go back and buy it and relaunch. And we did in October 2018, kind of built the foundation of that year until 2019 for that. And then here we are with this crazy show that we decided to launch before the virus that we thought, oh, this is going to be great. And then the virus happens. And when the virus happens, that's when I told Sandy, this is our time to shine. Because I knew that a lot of artists won't be on the road now. They'll be able to talk yeah. to us. And even though we're a new show, mm-hmm. they will be willing to come on our show. And because of that, sure. we have now interviewed you're, – you're our 134th interview since January 3rd. Man, that is that is very, very, very cool. Um, yeah, that uh, – y'all's – I don't – yeah, you're and you're right. You know, man, all, all the artists mm-hmm. are now sitting at home looking out their windows. So, yeah, this is a great time for, for, for your profession. So, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> well, thank oh, thank you. So – so what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Because as you know, that's one of the things that, that um, you know, music can be a passion and is a passion for people. But sometimes if you have no balance there at all, you're going to burn out. So what are some things you do so you don't burn out? Yeah, my, my biggest balance uh, is, is hunting and fishing. Um, oh, uh, I'm an outdoors guy, so uh, man, I, you know, outside of music, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an out. My first dream as a kid was uh-huh. music. That, that was my brother's dream. Oh wow! My, my dream wow. was being a, a professional hunter. <laughs> you know, I, man, I wanted to hunt and fish for a living. And uh, so right, that's that, that's where you'll always find me is out somewhere out in the woods or somewhere out on the water. Mm-hmm. So, at what age did it click, though? As you started growing into the, your music career, at what age did it click where you were like? I could actually make a career a career out of this. Uh, never. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I never, I never really. It was, it was never that clear. And as a matter of fact, uh, my brother, mm-hmm. I, you know, I mentioned my brother. My brother was the musician and the singer. Yeah, I was not. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> when my brother died at twenty-one, I was eighteen, and I didn't mm-hmm. know how to play the guitar. I never sang. And uh, I found that the greatest way for me to grieve, really, really, really grieve, Mm -hmm. and be there's there's a good. I've learned there's there's a hard, there's a bad grief. There's a grief by yourself, and then there's Mm -hmm. also a grief. uh, There is also grieving with God. I think God grieves with you, you and and that's that's Mm -hmm. a healing grief. You know, and sometimes we sit by ourselves. When we try to handle things by ourselves, um, you don't really heal. Uh, you mm-hmm. really don't get get anywhere. But I have found that our Heavenly Father does grieve with you. You know, and many provides ways mm-hmm. to when, when you go yeah. to Him and grieve. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, he, he grieves in the Bible. You know, you read in the Old Testament, and he talks about how he grieves mm-hmm. over Israel, grieves over this person, grieves over. Anyway, and you know, Jesus, heck, Jesus died, cried over Lazarus, and he was fixing to raise yeah. him back up. My my, mm-hmm. my 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 pipeline was was my brother's music. So I was eighteen, wow. just picking up his guitar and grieving, mm-hmm. and um, wow. or probably nineteen. 
And when I jumped in the pool, I jumped into the deep end. And so it never was really, though, uh, uh, hey, I want to go make a living at this. It was just things just started progressing, and um, the transition ended up being that's just kind of just who I became. Um, so it, it never was a, hey, I want to be a star. Hey, I want to be a country music singer. Hey, I want to do this. You know, just, it wasn't a, God kind of just, just laid it out for you. Yeah, I got on a plane and you know, so to speak, and the plane just landed and 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 that that's, I don't really know how else to, to describe it. <laughs> yeah, because because that's like with like we we told you the story of how me and her met at the very beginning of our marriage before the show started, and that was really kind of how we did we did it too. It's like we we jumped on this whole marriage together, and I really believe that God brought her into my life, even though it was a crazy way that it happened, um, in order to help heal my heart so that I would be ready to let go of the addictions to him um, sure. 12 years ago. Sure. And, if, and so he used her to heal me. I really believe that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, man, that's um, – man, more times than not, it takes somebody on our right or our left to give us mm-hmm. the – the 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 wheels to turn instead of ourselves. Yeah, sure. So at this point of your life, you've been through a lot. What drives you to keep this thing going? What's that inner thing to where you're like, man, I, I just have to do this. <clears throat> yeah, love. It's just, I mean, love, love music. If you if you don't have that, mm-hmm. then man. Uh, you're going to run out of gas, and it's yeah. This thing, this thing mm-hmm. isn't about. Um, this thing isn't about paychecks. It's not about likes. It's it's not mm-hmm. about crowds. It's not. It's it's man. It's about me and music. It's, that's that's my wife. Music is is mm-hmm. my is is it's, it's my wife, and and um, it'll never compete with a woman. But at the same time, it's it's it, I am married to, to, to music, so. Uh, yeah, that's my my love for my love for music. Every day keeps me going. On, on, as far as music is concerned, to answer your question, yeah. And, and you know, usually I talk about the uh, some of the highs and back at, in their past and some of the lows, but you know I'm gonna go to the lows per, first because you just made a, a statement that kind of leads me into this where you're talking about <clears throat> that you're married to this, and I think it's a perfect lead-in for where I go with this. Um, I'm going to tell us a quick story that leads us to where I want this to go. Because, you know, a lot of people, they see the glory, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifices that it really takes for an artist. There's a, it, it takes everything for an artist to make it out there. <clears throat> and we, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls back in 2014. And one of the questions that I asked her was, what advice would she give an up-and-coming artist? She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full-time, but – if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, go do that and keep music as a hobby. She said, because once you do it as a career, it's a game changer. You have to think, eat, sleep, everything different. You have to be different. You can't ha- – if you have a bad day, you've got a gig that night, you have to be on there and smile like you had a great day. She goes, it may be your passion, but it's now your job. She goes, you, you don't do birthdays and holidays like everybody else because usually holidays is where you do gigs. So you can't do all that. She says, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, then go all in. That's the only way those kind of sacrifices will ever be worth. What do you think of what she said? And let's go on that side of it. 
Yeah, there's there's some truth in that. I think every individual is different. Every individual handles things different. Um, so, but I, I do definitely see truth in that. Um, it man, it, it, it depends on how you want to manhandle life. Man, I try not to let music yeah. get so big to where it mm-hmm. overwhelms everything else. I don't like mm-hmm. anything overwhelming my life. I will not allow <laughs> it. I don't. I, I you know. Yeah. Uh, when and that, but then again, that's easy to say during this coronavirus. While I'm sitting at home, <laughs> and my tour bus hadn't been cranked up in a while, so, uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it does. You know, I guess the ne- to me the negative side of things is um, it does take away from from a normal life. Man, you're, you're you're going quite a stretch, and even though you're living a dream, every dream has its own discipline. Uh, yeah. Make no mistake, and make mm-hmm. no mistake. Every dream has its discipline. You win the lottery, and there's a discipline there. You know, you're. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I read the other day how a lady, you know, won the lottery back in the early 2000s, and it absolutely she did an article that absolutely ruined her life. It ruined her life. You know, it, mm-hmm. everything has a discipline on mm-hmm. it, and you have to make sure that nothing overwhelms you. That's that's how I kind of look at it from day to day. Um, and, you know, treat, I try, I try to treat everything as, uh, with balance, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Makes total sense. I, I totally get that because and that's why I asked about the hobbies earlier because you've got to have some balance in there. But it, we both know, though, that if you're going to grow in music, it, there also has to be almost an obsession to it also. So it's one of them crazy things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you gotta love. I mean, to do it for a living, you you have to. It's the same thing with a music, with a uh, with with a um, like a really talented ball player, you know, an athlete. I have a cousin of mine who played. He, you know, he was all American in in uh, in, in college, and then uh, played NFL football. And the stories he would tell, you know, they got to be committed the same way. It's it's yeah. Man, I'm not saying that being an artist is 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 living on Mars. It's not. It's just you. It's it is a, a a different deal because your commitment. People think the wheels turn so fast and all of a sudden, bam, you're a star. No, what got you there is <laughs> is, is nothing but muddy banks, and you've been sliding down mm-hmm. muddy banks for a long time. And and then what people don't realize is you still are. You're still sliding down muddy banks. <clears throat> and you're so right about that. You know, like they say, the average overnight success, the 20-year journey, it's like even with us with the show. You know, most people who don't know who we are, they see that, okay, we're six, six, almost six months in, and we already have people like Andy Griggs. We got Cassidy Pope coming on Monday. So we already got people like this coming on our show. So, wow, they've been blessed, they've been, and, and we are grateful. Don't get me wrong. But this has been oh, a seven-year journey great. for us. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, that, that we might have been six months for the show, but it's been seven months of building contacts, making friends, making oh, connections within the music kids. industry, mm-hmm. trying this and trying that, doing the whole new country buzz. So although people might see, wow, this show has got some of these amazing artists already coming on in this short time, it's not been a six-month journey. It's been a seven-year journey for us. Yep, yep. Um, it takes a long time to get to get to you know to to the opening of a of a of an asphalt road. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like when they build a a home. You know, without the proper foundation, that home will crumble. 
with the right foundation, just like with the whole song Bones. I mean, I love that song Bones because it's so, even though it's talking about relationships, but it's so true that you can, you can apply to any part of life. When the bones aren't strong, everything crumbles. That's a good way to look at it. Absolutely. <clears throat> so um, we talked about some of the negatives. Now, let's go the other way now. Because, again, like I said, usually I go this way first, but we kind of went down that path. And, and I, you know, I'm not one of them hosts where I have to have it a certain way. You know what? I let the artist lead. Where it goes, I'll move my questions around. <laughs> so talk about some moments where you look back on your career so far, and you're like, wow, I really got to do that. Um, man, you know, it's, it's ongoing. I, my biggest, probably my biggest moment of my biggest, oh my God moment was, uh, I had Waylon, you know, Waylon Jennings and I got to see good buds and, and he sang a duet with me. And, and, um, I remember the, the singing, me and him sharing a microphone and singing, and mm-hmm. between between me and the control room, there was there was glass, and I could see our reflection. Mm-hmm. And when I looked up, and we both had our earphones on, and we're we're both sharing a microphone, and I looked up and I saw the image of me and him uh, sharing a microphone, me and Waylon, who's one of my greatest wow. heroes. Uh, yeah, that, I guess that probably right there would be the biggest time that I've said, I've done it. I can die now. I don't really care what happens from here on out. It makes no difference. I, you know, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would say that moment right there. That's really cool. Um, now tell us, we, you know, you, you've got this project going on, uh, Love Lives On. Tell us a little bit about that, because I know that's a passion of yours right now. Yeah, you know, I, I, was, I didn't know about TAPS for a while. Um, um, mm-hmm. You know, TAPS has been around a long time, and it was last year, about a year ago now, that um, – uh, I was hired for to do an acoustic gig with some guys and that that I know and was looking forward to it. Went out to Denver and and uh, that was it was it was for Taps and and you know Taps is uh-huh. is uh, is uh, you know an organization that gives straight to the families who who have lost mm-hmm. their loved ones. You know it, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. go through any pipelines and and I became a huge mm-hmm. fan really quick. Well, then they started talking about doing an album. Well, they asked me, you know, Nashville asked oh, me wow. to be a part of the album. So uh, I started looking into who all was going to be on there. It was, you know, a whole lot of great, mm-hmm. great names on there. Well, little mm-hmm. did I know that, that I was going to be singing the song that was, um, you know, that was going to be their, their 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 single, you know. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I got to sing, and I, you know, everybody sang a, a true story song, some kind of a song. Um, that was mm-hmm. written about someone. Well, mine is about a guy from California named Josh. He joined the mm-hmm. Marines, and his partner was a Kate was a was a German Shepherd, and um, I didn't I didn't know his story until you know un, until then I heard the song, and then uh, um, you know they I sat down and they they explained the whole story to me. Uh, he, he went to a little mm. creek. He was in Afghanistan and went to a creek, and he grabbed a, he grabbed his German Shepherd partner and and uh, kind of tossed him across. And then there was uh, mm. there was there was a bomb there in the water. The German Shepherd was a bomb smelling dog. You know, he was, um, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. uh, Josh was killed, and and the German Shepherd was no. right there and watched him. 
And mm-hmm. what's great right now, and I didn't know this until I met the mom, when we had the album release party, everybody came to Nashville. Well, Josh's mom came, and, and his brother came. Oh, wow. I, had to, I had to sing that live. That's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do was sing it live um, mm-hmm. in front of in front mm-hmm. of the family. Um, oh, wow. You know, it's called K-9, It's called Canine Brother. And then I learned then that they retired the dog. So the dog is still living. <laughs> Sirius, wow. or Sirius, Sirius is his name, and and so Sirius is he is retired, and guess who has him now? Josh's Josh's mom has has Sirius. Oh, oh wow! Oh, Isn't that wow. great? And that. man, I sit there and I laugh and I think, man, there is no more spoiled of an animal right now than that. I bet you that German Shepherd eats T bones every night. Oh, <laughs> really does. They were partners you know, for they were partners for uh-huh. well over a year. Wow. wow. And you know what? We got that song, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to play the song, and we'll come back and talk some more. How's that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called The Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out.
that fateful day they came to a stream along the way Josh picked up his best friend and he threw him across a few steps later one life was safe one life was lost I was I get in tears when I hear that song. Oh, yeah, oh. that's a powerful song. Thank you. Yeah, that's, um, that's, um, you, you should try going to the studio and trying to sing it. It took me forever. Especially since you know the story behind the song. You know, again, I heard the song already, but and then now I've heard the song again. Yeah, I want to meet the dog. I, you know, I, I want to go to California. <laughs> the next time I'm out west, I want to go. I want to uh-huh. go find his home and and um, you know, her his mom. I think she follows mm-hmm. my show. I do shows every Monday on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. I do a live show at seven central on my Facebook, and I think his mom follows me. I want to go out there and I want to meet the dog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be cool. You, mm-hmm. you have to get some pictures taken when you do do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, one thing I like to do on our show that I think is very important, as you know, you know, as an artist, 
it takes a team. A lot of people they see the artists, but they but you know the team never gets recognized behind the artist, and they do a lot of the grunt work so that you can get on that stage and sing. Um, so I like I always like to allow the artist to take a couple minutes to just tell us about the team around them, from the PR companies to managers and producers and all that. Just spend a few minutes just telling us who your team is and what they mean to you. Yeah, there's a whole lot of. Um... I may be the loc I'm, I'm, I may be the locomotive, but there's a whole lot of boxcars <laughs> that makes the train. You know, a whole mm-hmm. lot of boxcars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go from you, even down to radio stations that that support you, and, and you know, DJs and shows like you guys. I mean, it's 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 countless boxcars. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Lisa Bolt that works with me and Caddy Atwood that that put this together right here. And there's there's a million of those, a million of those. And yeah, you're talking about producers. Um, mm-hmm. David Malloy is one of the greatest producers that I've ever worked with, and I had a chance to. And he just passed away not long ago, but I had a chance to to, to work and do an album with Randy Scruggs, and um, oh, wow. uh, you know, and, and people at record labels all the way down to um, your mama that just sits back there and prays for you. And, mm-hmm. You know, you get, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 just as big of a box car as anything else. So. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that train that train is miles long. Yeah. So, who would you say is one of your most supportive supporters? Mm, my mama. <laughs> my <Your> mama prays <laughs> for me night and day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Lee, Lee, you know, as far as one of my uh, my best fans that that started from the get go and has always been there, mm-hmm. going to. You know, hundreds of shows of mine. Lee Jedry, she lives up in uh, Massachusetts. She's uh-huh. a big Boston Red Sox girl. She lives there in right outside <laughs> of Boston. Um, so, I, you know, as far as fan wise, I, I mean, I got I to gotta give a shout out to her. Um, yeah. As far as, you know, sometimes when, when you quit caring, sometimes when you start beating your own self up, it's the, it's, it's the people that, that, um, that carry you. You know, and, and she's yeah. definitely one of them. And I, I don't yeah. know anyone who has love and a prayer, a, 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 a prayer stream like my mama. So I would have to say, my, 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 I, I've called her in the middle of the night. I've called her from L.A. Uh-huh. I've called her from New York. I've called her from Europe. I've called her from everywhere. And, you know, just, uh-huh. just more, hear her voice. And sometimes, sometimes you, you – you don't want to talk. You just want to hear her talk. Yeah. You know, and and, and yeah. she knows that. She'll pick that. She'll pick that up, and she'll know that I have a heavy heart and that I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. But I did call her, so she'll she'll sit there and she'll start talking about yeah. uh, how the azaleas are blooming. <coughs> and that's exactly mm-hmm. why I called her. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to hear her talk about the azaleas. You know, the, that that kind of a thing. The dogwood yeah. behind mm-hmm. the house. You know, that that kind of a thing. Early days. Um, before you made it to the top, tell us a mom's story where she went above and beyond on something, and you were like, "Wow, she really gets my passion for music." Well, again, um, there was that was my brother. You know, my brother was the star of the family, and it, it, it wasn't mm-hmm. me. So when Mason died, <laughs> and, and I started and I started playing the guitar, people that mm-hmm. hurt people's. It, 
not intentionally, but but that yeah. was hard on everybody's ears and hearts because mm-hmm. it made them sad. It made everybody sad. And my mama yeah. was the only one that was supporting me, going, "Keep playing, yeah, keep mm-hmm. playing." And and oh, um, wow. everybody else would everybody else would leave the room. If you want, if I wanted to clear a room, all I had to do was pick up my brother's guitar and hit a chord, and I would clear the room. You wow. know, because it was just it was just such a sad thing. So I had to climb that mountain alone and. My mama, I'm sure it hurt my mama a lot, but she didn't show it. She was she was supportive. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I would stay up till four or five in the morning playing the guitar because it was just I was just you know like I told you I, I fell into the deep end of the pool. So, um, and, you know, ended up quitting college and moving to Nashville uh, because mm-hmm. you know stopped play, started playing with the Sullivans uh, out of Alabama, which is a bluegrass group, mm-hmm. Jerry and Tammy Sullivan, and. Um, that led to contacts in Nashville. And long story short, my mama always supported me. So uh, she was the wow. only one that believed. I, 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 I can say this. There's no one else in my life that believed. Everyone else wow. their eyes. Everyone except um, my mama. And, and we understand that because, like, um, now, there are people that believe in us. But it's like right now with the show and all that, and, you know, we're forking out money and we're not making money right now with the show and all that. So people people here in Savannah, they're always like, well, why are you even doing this? Why does it matter? You're never going to do this. It's never going to work. But yet our buddies in Nashville, and we got a lot of them now because of our seven-year journey here, a lot of them in Nashville are like, oh, keep going. This is great. You're doing good. So it's funny. I feel like we're living in the wrong city. Right. 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 Sure. <laughs> Man, you know what's crazy with with this with this coronavirus is it's canceled it's canceled everything I've done. I mean that I had on the books, and everybody's trying right. to, trying to reschedule. I've kept one date. Mm-hmm. I've kept one date on the books. There is one date that has not canceled, and it's Panama City, Florida. And to, and oh, wow. I, you know, the big, big beach uh, playing on the beach mm-hmm. tomorrow night. I'm fixing to catch mm-hmm. a flight here in a second, so. I kind of need oh, well. to kind of go ahead and start packing, but man, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden the numbers are starting back high in Florida. Now I'm worried about this date, man. This is uh, crazy here. Oh wow, crazy. Yeah. Um, ain't it crazy how that things can happen like that? Yeah, yeah, it is. So, I, so I'm fixing to for the first time put on a mask. I have a flight in two hours yeah. from now. I'm fixing to put on. I'm fixing to go to the airport park my truck and wow. get on there with a guitar and I put on put on a good old mask and fly to Panama City and keep my fingers crossed that they don't close the beaches. Ah uh, yes. Yep, we definitely understand Crazy that. World. And um yep. And you know, as you say your mama is the big supporter. You know, we feel like we're in a, fa- a family affair show because of course us being husband and wife, but we have a third co host that we bring on on every episode to ask the question. So we're going to get our eight-year-old to come out and ask you a question because he loves Yeah, questions. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. He's, he's, Sandy's getting him now to get on her line. Okay, here's Christopher. Hi, Andy. What's your favorite food? Christopher, say that again. What was my what, favorite what? Food. food. Oh, food. Ooh, well. Let's see. I am from Louisiana, so I got to say my favorite food is crawfish. 
and etouffee and gumbo and fried deer steaks. That would be my favorite food. Christopher, have you had any of those? Mm, uh, nope. <laughs> well, that's something we're going to have to remedy, aren't we? We're going to have to remedy that there, Christopher. And what's yours, little Chris? Pizza. Oh, what kind of pizza? Uh, pepperoni. Oh, that's my favorite pizza, too. I love pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Do you like black olives and mushrooms? Uh, I never tried that. Okay, next time you get a pepperoni pizza, you're going to have to have black olives and mushrooms on it. And I guarantee you, you'll be a fan. Bye. <laughs> Guys, it was so good talking to y'all, man. Thank y'all so much for having me on your show. We did have a few more questions, but we know you got to get to Florida. Um, we, we hope it was a little different. I mean, absolutely. But we have no problem yeah, we, finishing early um, because you, know, you got to get to Florida and stuff. So, you know, we everybody how they can reach your you. Time. Being here today. Yeah, yeah. Keep your keep your fingers crossed, and know that by the time you guys get off air, I'll be in the truck, and I'll be getting that mask out, putting that mask on to get on the you can get in the Nashville airport. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciated you coming on today. We All right, did. guys. Yeah. God bless you. Now, seriously, man. Thank you all for having me on. I've been looking forward to this, and uh, been looking forward to talking to you guys and. You know, through all of this craziness that's going on in 2020, it's still an exciting time in, in my life with the Canine Brother and, you know, the new single and this <laughs> and that. So I thank you all for, for having me on and playing the song. And I will see you all the next time I come into Georgia, the Georgia time zone, I'll uh, I'll, I'll honk my horn for you. <laughs> I'll please or if, we're up in, or if we're up in Nashville, we'll, we'll look you up too. Yeah, you yes. do that. You got my number. Y'all take care. All right, you too. Thank you so much. Bye. God bless y'all. Bye-bye.